This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Yay, networks. Love letters. Love letters to Kelly. Ooh, I love the sound of that voice. Hey, Robert, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Welcome, everybody, to the Love Letters to Kelly podcast. That jingle this morning is sung by little five-year-old Shelby. How cute was that voice, though? Yeah. And uh, her mom wrote in and said, every time Shelby hears a little kid singing the Love Letters to Kelly jingle, she asks mom, is that me? <laughs> well, this time, Shelby, it is you. Thank you so much. That's so cute. I love that. She has such a rich voice. I mean, I could picture like one day singing in the jazz club. Oh, yeah. You know? Hey. Yeah, you never know. Dream big, Shelby. Dream big. <laughs> well, I'm Kelly Raspberry. This is our producer, Robert Ehrman. Thank you so much for joining us for another Love Letters to Kelly podcast. New year, new batch of problems. Maybe it's related to love issues, maybe some family issues, career issues. I'll answer any question you have for me. And if if you stump me, I'll ask Robert to chime in. Yeah. But the fun part about it is, at least for me, is I don't know what your letters are until Robert reads them to me for the first time. We've got a couple of uh, Dannys in today's batch, a Heather, a Connor, okay. a Brittany, Sarah, and a Romeo and Juliet. Ooh, I love that. Well, if you have any questions you, you, you would like me to attempt to answer or Robert too, hey, send a love letter to Robert. Uh, the website is lovelettersdokelly.com. That's also where you can submit you or your kids singing the Love Letters to Kelly jingle. And uh, I guess... That's that's a good enough introduction, Robert. Let's get started. All right. Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. In June of 2019, on my wife's birthday, my suspicions were confirmed and I caught her cheating. Oh, on her birthday. She had Eesh. left for another guy. Oh. Mm. She was gone for four weeks and we maintained contact throughout for bills and et cetera. And we shared accounts. After all, we had been together for 13 years. Mm-hmm. So after four weeks, I accepted my fate that we were through. And then out of the blue, she asked if I had moved on. No, I hadn't and wasn't even interested in doing so. She was my forever. Anyways, she needed a place to stay and asked if she could stay in my very nice large camper. And I obliged. It was sitting out in front of the house, I believe. Okay, yeah. A week goes by and she moves back in. Another week goes by and we find out she's pregnant. Oh, well. And it's not mine. <sighs> I accept the fact and can't bring myself to blame this innocent child. Now, that being said, I agreed to let him try to be part of the child's life, the father. But the only time he wants anything to do with it is when he wants her because he has no one. Let's jump ahead till today, January 2021. I now have a beautiful 10-month-old boy who is my complete life. He is my son and no one is going to say otherwise. As for my wife, it's been very rocky with many highs and a very few lows. My main thing is a part of me wants to let go, but much of me wants to fight. I used to be an addict, alcoholic, and weed, and she did too. Well, weed is what this all started over because the other guy supplied what she wanted when I rejected it. So he got clean and sober and she's still doing it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to get her to stop and finally she slowed down, but here is what's tearing at me. It seems while he's ghosting her, she tries to force him in her life. She says because of the child, but I think it's more than that. 
Yes, the drugs. Mm -hmm. Without boring you, there's so much more to this story as to why I think the way I do. So I guess my question is, what do I do without tearing my world apart? Please give me an opinion, Danny. Well, see, the whole thing is about the child who's innocent in all of this. And that's that should be your primary concern. This is a very bad situation. I'm sorry you found yourself in it. It sounds like you were addicted to the drugs or whatever, but you're still addicted to her Mm -hmm. and you're still addicted to the drama. Personally, it's too much. It's too exhausting for me. And I couldn't be a part of that. I would see what you could do maybe legally as far as the child is concerned. And let me say, I've seen some strange things happen in custody battles and things, even though that's not your blood child. If you have acted as that child's father, you might be really surprised as as to how much the law might be on your side. Because I had a friend back in South Carolina many years ago, and he married a woman who had children from a previous marriage. They never married. They lived together. So my friend never adopted those children. He just lived in the house with the woman. And then when they broke up, she demanded child support and she got it. Whoa. The judge said that and he had no legal, no blood ties, except they had lived under the same roof. So that worked against my friend in child support, but it might work for you when it comes to what's best for this child. Yeah, them being unfit. Right. So you need to start, I would contact, I would not tell anybody you're contacting a lawyer because then the poop's really going to hit the fan and it's going to be ugly, but very quietly, I'd, I'd contact an attorney, just see what the legal options are. And the attorney may give you some advice to start documenting certain things, keeping very detailed records. You might be surprised at the positive influence you can have on this child, but you're going to have to recognize that part of you is also addicted to her. Mm-hmm. And just like you were able to overcome your other addictions, you can overcome that as well. But that's a lot of drama that I just personally would not have in my life but you got to look out for the kid the innocent and all this so that's my advice to you is to seek some legal advice and then go forward from there and let's get to heather's drama now too dear kelly you are the love expert i am i married my husband five years ago we were best friends for many years before getting married and once we got married he completely changed i know you always say you knew who he was when you married him but I can assure you, I, I apparently did not. <laughs> Do I always say that? Well, I think she was the, the uh, overall you. you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. After we got married, he began ignoring me, refusing even to speak to my friends and family. I asked for an annulment within the first month. He swore he would change, and he did for a little while. Yeah, of course. We now have a three-year-old son, and our marriage is worse than ever. Same. I've done everything I can, including therapy, which he refused to show up for. I am now done with this marriage. Okay. The problem is... He will not discuss divorce with me. I've explained my feelings and tried to keep everything civilized for our son's sake, but anytime I bring it up, he swears he's going to do better and then goes and buys me something. I don't want my son to grow up in this toxic environment. I'm filing for divorce regardless of whether or not he'll talk to me about it. There you go. He's a great father, and I don't want to take our son away from him. I'm willing to let him have everything he wants. I just want out, and I've told him that. Do you have any advice on how I can keep everything as peaceful as possible or how I can get him to accept that this marriage is over. I don't no. want to have a huge showdown. I just want out, Heather. No, you, you, there, I can't guarantee you that. There is no advice. I had to go through a divorce when, my, when I had a baby. And there were parts of it that were not pretty. There were parts of it that were pretty ugly. And there were things that were said. And there was, you know, bad behaviors. And But you know what? You just get through it and you move on. So I cannot tell you that 
what are you waiting for him to give you permission? Yeah. You got to shut down the showdown. It's done. If you already made up your mind that this is not working, it's a toxic relationship, you're just going to have to understand that parts of it are going to be ugly. That's just the way it is. It's not all... Am- and, and you know how they say in Hollywood it's an amicable divorce? You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. There's a bunch of ugly there. They just don't want it in the tabloids. Yeah. So, or We're someone just... paid enough to make it that way, exactly. right? Exactly. So do what's right. Get the... I hope you've already gotten an attorney and you've already gotten... Because see, I don't... I don't know laws. I know they tell you, don't leave the house. Make sure you're not the one. I don't know all that legal Mm -hmm. mumbo jumbo. I was very fortunate, though, in the fact that my now ex-husband didn't even get an attorney. Because he 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 knew that I was I'm not a vindictive person. I don't see the value in in ruining someone's life. And he trusted that I wasn't going to go for blood. And I didn't. My attorney even said, you could go a little harder here. I was like, no, I'm not out to ruin him. So did your attorney talk to him or your attorney talked to you and then you talked to your my attorney? um, I just basically I served the papers, but I didn't have him served at work. I didn't want to embarrass him. Yeah. Why, you know, a lot of people do that. And it depends on your situation. Sometimes if it's a volatile situation, you can't, you're not safe to do it yourself. But I didn't feel threatened in any way. But he came over. I gave him the divorce papers. You know, I didn't, like I said, I didn't want to embarrass him. And then it just spelled out. I mean, I put in there everything. It was a pretty standard cut and dry divorce. I didn't want anything. And that was it. And we just show, you show up at the courthouse and you both have to go stand before a judge. I only had the attorney. He didn't even have an attorney with him because, like I said, he'd already agreed to everything. I wasn't yeah. blindsiding him with anything. There's some trust. There was a level of trust there still, no matter how mad I was. And that was it. No squabbling over anything? Nope. Wow. Nope. It was just, I didn't you know, either, really. Yeah, it's just, it's, when you're done, you're done. It does not have to. You, he could be ugly. He could say all these things. You don't have to entertain that. Yeah. You can just, you know, okay, you're yelling at me now. I'm going to hang up the phone, and when you calm down, call me back, and we can talk about it. But that's that's about all I can do is you can only control your own behavior in the situation. But get the legal advice first. Have all your ducks in a row. Have the paperwork ready to go before he buys you something else because he's going to buy you something else, shut you up for a little while, and he's thinking in the back of my mind, his mind, oh, let's see, what can I do now to get her to shut up again mm-hmm. that's what he's thinking and it's and it's worked so far but not in 2021 right that's right 2021 we are done with that and we're moving forward in a positive direction and i wish i could give you some magic formula to make it all nice but unfortunately i can't do that you know i can't believe we're already in the new year and i think a lot of us maybe were of the assumption that once the clock struck midnight on the new year things were miraculously going to get back to normal well we were hoping so at least but there's a lot of issues uh remaining from 2020 that might take some time for us to fully deal with those and i recommend talking to a therapist and i've got a great place uh for you to turn to for help and that's talk space you can sign up online and you can start therapy the very same day you sign up and depending the plan you choose you can text you can do a video call or send voice messages to your licensed therapist so it's incredibly convenient to have these virtual sessions from the comfort of your home which is where we are uh, still stuck for at least the time being for the most part Talkspace lets you send and receive unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist in the Talkspace platform 24 7 so you're not talking 
talking to a different therapist all the time. It's just a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. And instead of waiting for an appointment, you do it when it works for you in the middle of the night. If you're stressed and can't sleep, Talkspace is there for you and they get back to you in a very timely fashion. Everything you share is secure. It's private. They use the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store your information and complies with all the latest HIPAA regulations. Don't let 2020 keep dragging you down as we move into 2021. Talk to someone, a licensed therapist, with our sponsor, Talkspace. And as a Love Letters podcast listener, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. And to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code LOVELETTERS to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Love Letters at Talkspace.com. Love Letters. Love Letters to Kelly. Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. My Romeo and myself were eighth grade sweethearts. I moved in the summer before ninth grade and we were apart for 10 years. I had a daughter with someone else. Now Romeo and I are together and have been for 11 years. Wow. We never married, but have two children together. So I have a total of three. He just proposed in August and I've waited for this moment through all of our ups and downs. He Mm -hmm. works construction and is away a lot. When he does come home, I feel like he wants the house spotless like a picture perfect magazine. I do my best to keep it picked up and taken care of. I do let it slip sometimes because I'm tired with working full time in the medical field and coming home and then taking care of the kids. He's home in his off season. And even though he still works four days a week at the local shop, we just don't seem to be feeling each other's moods. I'll say something and he thinks it's with attitude or he says something and I feel attacked. The sparks just aren't there and I wish they were. I've walked around after the kids are in bed, but I still don't get the looks he used to give me. We have not done laundry in quite some time. I've tried to talk with him, but it just turns into me not trying or I never initiate any time. I used to try and have him involved all the time, and now to save everyone the heartache, I would rather just do trips to the parks and dinners alone with my kids. It's really sad and lonely. I've told him before it's more like having a roommate than a spouse. Please help. I don't know what I can do anymore, Juliet. Well, I think you're describing marriage for a lot of people. You know, I think people go into marriage and you're all hot and bothered for each other. You're naked 90% of the time. You can't get enough of each other. And then when that part of the relationship starts to fade out, you start thinking something's wrong. And, you know, as far as the house cleaning stuff, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I mean, marriage changes and it evolves and it's not always what it is in the beginning, even though you're not married, you're living as a married couple. So it's. For all intents and purposes, you're living like a married couple. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of people, rather than, you know, fixing the marriage, they're just like, well, I'm done. I'm out. This isn't working. But I think there's something here to save if there's real love there. But you also have to take ownership for for your part in the marriage. Um, You know, when he does make an effort to, you know, be romantic with you, do you push him away? Um, you know, does, but, or, um, do you ever initiate things like that? As far as if he's, you know, some people are just obsessive about cleaning and some people don't care. I've seen where it can work and where it doesn't, but you know, if he's that upset about it, can you hire a a maid service to come once a month, maybe even once every two weeks, whatever. I mean, there's things you can do to, to, but I mean, marriage just, I hear people say these old people like, they're just in, as in love as when they were when they were married. And do you do you see a lot of 60 year old men groping their wives in the corner and, you know, hey, baby, let's sneak away for a minute while the kids aren't looking. 
I mean, yeah, there are people that are like that, but I just don't think marriage is like that for everyone. It's not like this Hollywood idea of what we think marriage is supposed to be. It's a partnership. There's good times. There's bad times. Some days you're going to look at your husband with so much love, even though he's not technically your husband. Um, you're going to look at him so much love that your heart feels like it's going to burst. He'll do something with the kids that's just like, oh my gosh, that's the man I love. And the next day you're flipping him off behind his back because he's looked at you the wrong way, you know? So I just, I think our expectations for what a lifelong marriage are supposed to be are a little off base. There's going to be some really bad days. There's going to be some really good days. But it's about that vow to work through it for better, for worse. Now, you haven't taken that vow yet. Is she engaged or about to be engaged, Robert? I forget. Um, I don't think either. We are never married but have kids together. Oh, he did propose in August. I'm sorry. He did propose. Yes. <sighs> I bet they don't have a wedding date set. You don't I think? Bet they're just living as if she would have. Well, said it's that. COVID. COVID, Kelly. We gotta wait. We gotta COVID, wait till that's over. I'm just saying <laughs> there. I don't think you should just throw the whole marriage away because we all go through spells, you know. And and you think before we get married, this is supposed to be the honeymoon period. But y'all have already kind of y'all have done things a little backwards, you know. It's like it used to be people would get married, then have the honeymoon and live together and all that stuff. So it was all new and exciting. And that first year of marriage was really really tough for a lot of people. It was a lot of eye opening stuff. But now we're doing things in such reverse order. We practically move in together after three dates. And then try and figure it out. Yeah, yeah, make babies. And then suddenly realize, oh, he parties too much. Or, oh, he, or she, this, this, this. It's all out of order. And then we try to, and then we just, well, I'll just throw it away, get divorced, or move on to something else. And that's why we have so many broken families and stuff. Because, you know, it's just chaos. So let's put some work, let's put some work in it. You know, if if he'll agree to go to some couples counseling and men balk at that, I know they do. I have in the past a lot. Did you ever go? I probably regret that. Yeah. Men don't want to do it. So if he won't go, you ladies, you go. Yeah. Go. See what, because I'm sure there are so many marriage counselors that deal with the one spouse that's in the office and they just have to work with what's in front of them. But um, yeah, don't throw it all away. That's my advice. Get some counseling. Know that marriage is ebbs, it, it ebbs and flows. And well, and you could go to, you could go to right premarital counseling at that point, right? You use yes. it as a kind of, hey, before... It's relationship counseling. Yeah. But I had a girlfriend, let me tell you, when I'm, I'm all for relationship counseling, but I had a girlfriend that she was dating a guy, and they had been like on, I think, a grand total of four dates, and they were in relationship counseling. I'm like, no. If you've got to convince yourself that a guy you've gone out with four times, you're already in therapy? No. That's, that's, that's not... That's not, not cool. couples therapy, No. Is it a turnoff if you meet a guy, you've gone out on four dates with him, and he tells you he's in therapy on his own? Is that a turnoff or not? In ther- no, I don't mind if somebody's in therapy. It depends, you know, on... What the deal is? That's kind of intimate thing to share. I would yeah. think you'd be together for a while, but it depends on what it is. But if I have to be in couples therapy with someone after <laughs> yeah. less than a month of dating, <laughs> yeah. this is not going in a good place. Yeah. Because usually the first part is the honeymoon period. Do you split the, the cost of that, or how does that work? I don't know. I didn't answer all that. <laughs> she ended up not, that relationship, shockingly enough, did not work out. Okay. <laughs> Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I try to be, Robert. So I've been dating this guy for five years. We have a one-year-old together, and he is raising my seven-year-old as his own. This guy is much older than me and has four kids of his own from a previous marriage. This guy is amazing. He's a dream come true. He cooks seven days a week. He cleans and takes care of the kids full time. So here's the problem. He has an ex who was also his first love from high school. 
this is the woman he married and had kids with. For whatever reason, their relationship didn't work out, and I'm the other woman he has dated since. Their children are older, but have a lot of behavior problems. Typical teenage things, such as sneaking out and sneaking people in, getting kicked out of school. These kids are bad, but the thing is, they're 18 and older, so I feel they should be on their own at this point. Their mother will call his phone at any time of night about the kids, who are not children, and say that it's an emergency. I asked him that their conversations be strictly about the kids because she still has a lot of feelings involved. She'll call for any reason and just say it's because of the kids. Then somehow every conversation turns to where they went wrong in their relationship. She randomly sends pictures of herself to him and sometimes old pictures of them together. He tells me there's nothing there and he's all about me and I believe him, but he also doesn't put her in her place when it comes to our relationship. There are days he'll be at work all day and come home upset when arguing with her. He will ignore me and our two kids while he sends her long texts arguing back and forth. If there are no feelings there, why does he continue to argue with her when he doesn't have to? The kids are old enough to reach out to him and keep him updated. Tell me, Kelly, am I wrong, Danny? No, you're not wrong, but, you know, it, you, there's three people in your relationship, and that's just the way it is, and apparently this is working for him. Part of him kind of digs it, or else he would stand up for you and your relationship, but part of him still is connected to her, and this is the life you're going to have. For better, for worse, in sickness and in health. Are they married or are they just together? Um, I think they're married. Till death do you part, unless you no, say, honey, just dating I'm for out. five years. Oh, just dating. Okay. Well, this is, and you have a kid with him, though. Yeah, one year old. <sighs> See, again, we have the kids, and then I've got to miraculously fix it. I can't. This is what, this is, this is their dynamic. And you either have to just be like, you have to just go along for a ride because it's not going to change. It's not going to change. Like you said, a lot of people are like, I thought you were going to say the kids are almost 18 and almost out of the house so I can just hang on for a few more months or something. No. They're, They're already adult. 18. They need exactly. to get out. They're, this is your life. This is what you signed up for. Now you have to decide if you're going to continue to be a willing participant. Right? So I'm really sorry that there is a... a you know, I used to be, people would say, you save the marriage or the relationship for all at all expenses, you know, for the child's sake. But this just sounds like a bad situation. And he doesn't, there's no threat because he's not losing anything here. He's got you and he's got her. And he's got her fulfilling whatever addiction he needs for that drama. He's probably addicted to that. And you're probably giving him a little bit of that too, the way you react. It's just a lot of chaos. The older I get, the less chaos I want in my life. Right. So I, I personally would not um, stick around for that until my dying days. Do his kids being older make it worse? I think it does. Yeah, because, I mean, you would like to think that, you know, kids go on, they have their own lives, but this drama is always going to be there. And, I mean, like I said, there's three pe people in your marriage. So, like, like Diana and Charles and Camilla, Robert. How yes. can I not bring up that mm, reference? And yeah. we all see how that worked out. Right. Mm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Love letters, love letters to Kelly. 
Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. My husband and I have known each other for 15 years, dated for a year and a half, and were married three months ago. I was married previously for 10 years, and during that marriage, I was able to get a pretty firm grasp on what I expected out of a partner. My trouble is, my now husband came to this relationship with absolutely nothing. No car, no job, and no motivation. <laughs> Why did you marry him? Because <laughs> you loved him? He's so sexy. You had so many expectations from what you want out of marriage, so you married a guy with no expectations. Yeah, no motivation, no job, no right. car. Now wow. what could the problem possibly be? Mm. Since I had known him for so many years and we had always had a pretty solid friendship, I took a chance and put faith into him. See, you took a chance mm -hmm. and you, you know. He did have a pretty sketchy upbringing and I didn't receive much in the way of guidance during his childhood. But within the first six months of us dating, he had landed a decent job, bought his first car, and we were looking into renting a place together. Well, that's good. I would be his first serious relationship. That is one that didn't become a one night stand. He proposed after a year of dating and we were happy. I felt so proud to be able to witness such a dramatic turnaround in his life for the better. Okay, so he was showing signs that he was yeah. going to be, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm not as judgy of you now. Keep going. <laughs> it was two months before we were married and he lost his job. Oh. He had lost his motivation then too and started calling in frequently. He quickly found a new job and left two weeks later because he said he didn't like the hours. Yeah. Then he started a job a week later and worked for three days and never went back. Mm. This time he lied to me about it, and it would be a week before I realized he wasn't actually going to work because I work full-time as well, and I'm not home during the day. He's been out of work for nearly three months now, and he's made it abundantly clear that he just doesn't want to work. He sleeps some days into the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. I bought him a pool table for Christmas, and he got oh. it last month. What are you doing? <laughs> She's rewarding <God>. him. <laughs> oh, man. And he invites these questionable friends over to play, sometimes well into the early morning. He's hateful, not appreciative, and accuses me of controlling and forcing him to change. I'm at a complete loss as to what to do. I just want him to be the man and husband I thought I was marrying. Should well, I just walk away from this after only being married for three months? Or should I stick it out and hope he will start making better decisions and treating our relationship with respect? Sarah L. Sarah, it's embarrassing, but I would get an annulment. I'd get a divorce. I'd get whatever. He was able to convince you and put on a mask and be the guy you wanted him to be temporarily and that's why you know she's not in for 15 years but, how did he not but not as a romantic partner there are a lot of guys i know that are good friends of mine but i don't know what it's like to be married to them i think they're great guys and i have fun with them and i can go have a cocktail and we can tell some good stories but that doesn't mean he's going to be a good provider and partner for me yeah Mm. You know, so, I mean, she she says he got his act together. He was able to do that temporarily. Oh, everybody loves the fun guy that, you know, doesn't. Oh, uh, you want me to go to Mexico with you this weekend? Sure. I have no obligations. I have no job to come back to. I'm the fun guy. Oh, they're a lot of fun. But, you know, real life isn't always like that. So he was able to be this person, fake it long enough for you to get sucked in. And, honey, I think you've got. Yeah, how much is this going to cost her? But you can get it annulled. You could probably, because with annulment, you have to claim fraud. There's your fraud. True. He, he but presented I himself to be somebody he wasn't to you. I'm not really, but I don't see what there is to save here. Three months, it's embarrassing as hell. I get it. You will get over the embarrassment. You got to take the out is, now, though. Embarrassment is not going to kill you. Now get pregnant. And then have a kid that he won't provide for, still has all these other problems, and now you've got a child, so you're going to be tied to him 
for eternity mm-hmm. if you have a baby with him it's not too late to get out who cares what people whisper about you behind your back yeah i you know that, that it ain't gonna kill you no but i would not stay married in this situation one minute longer i would right. go get listen whenever you do anything like this i i suggest going to get legal advice first Find out what your legal options are and then decide what you want to do ultimately. But don't tell him, I'm going to go see an attorney and see what my options are. No, Mm -mm. go do that privately. Just see what what your options are as far as moving forward. But after three months, it's already like this. No, no. You know, you can blame it on depression. You can blame it on things. But this is not out of character for him. This was his character. It'd be one thing if this guy had been so career focused driven had a career track and he was on the right path but then you know lose your job coronavirus and all that went on and then he was struggling to find a job and had gone into a depression that's a different mm-hmm. that's a different letter i'd be answering this is he is showing you who he truly is the man you married was the fake this is the true one yeah in my opinion i don't know you but this should get based on your letter so I would say you have grounds for an annulment, in my opinion. What do you think, Robert? Uh, the only thing, I think so, but I'm not sure, uh, depending on where you live, I think it has to be within like a month or something. I don't know. See, that's why yeah. you have to go and But you can at least end options. it. Well, I don't care how, but... Exactly. I don't care. I know it's embarrassing. Return, I would think... Wedding gifts, whatever you have to do. In the long run, you are going to be so relieved that you got out when you did. I would think you would have as many people respecting you for doing that and standing up for yourself as would be embarrassed. You might be you know surprised I mean? at how many people finally say, oh, thank God, girl. Yeah. We, we couldn't believe, you know, because some people are, they keep their mouths shut because they want you to be happy. They want you to have what you want. And they, they like, okay, we'll support you no matter what you do, honey, Juliet. Is this Romeo and Juliet? No, this is Sarah. <laughs> I forget, Sarah. <laughs> I get the names mixed up sometimes. Yeah. He ain't Romeo, There's, that's for sure. Yeah, he ain't, no, no. <laughs> but I think, I, I, I totally support you in getting out. And I know you're going to be embarrassed. Trust me, it's embarrassing. But Why does the guy rather, always either work too much or never? Exactly. <laughs> it's always an extreme, isn't it? It seems well, if like they it. weren't, if they wasn't the problem, they wouldn't be writing me and I wouldn't have a podcast. This is Robert. true. This is very true. Man, I never thought I'd be giving the advice to get your marriage annulled. But you know what? That's the way mm, sometimes yeah. podcasts go. That's how podcasts you know go. And listen, I am not a licensed therapist. I am not any kind. I don't have any degree hanging on my wall. These are just my gut instincts and opinions. And sometimes literally you can hear me answering these these love letters to Kelly. And I kind of work out my answer. It kind of takes shape sometimes i'll start off answering one way and i'll end up answering a completely different way because some of these experiences i have not lived so if you're listening to love letters to kelly and you're like kelly you got that so wrong write me let me know because i would like to give people the best advice possible Mm -hmm. i want every i just want everybody to be happy and live a fulfilled life i want everybody to be with the right person although you do say leave him or leave her pretty often I do because that's the wrong relationship because I don't think you necessarily I think sometimes here's the thing about you know marriage to death do you part sometimes I think we just choose the wrong 
we say we think we get married in the eyes of God. We get married in church. But do you really was that really the person God picked out for you? Just because you're 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 horny for that person or just because or whatever, you're like, oh, this must be the love. I, I just want this person so much. Is that truly the person God chose for you? Mm-hmm. Maybe you keep ignoring the one that God has in your path and you marry the wrong one. Well, because you made the commitment, do you have to stay married to that wrong person forever? I don't know. That's a moral dilemma that I struggle with, but I'm speaking as a divorced woman, right? And a remarried woman. I just want everybody to be happy, Robert. That's my point. So if I ever give advice on love letters to Kelly and you think I get it wrong, please write me. Let me know. I'd love to hear a different opinion. I will go back and we'll revisit certain letters. I love to hear follow-ups from people who have taken my advice Mm -hmm. for better, for worse. Let me know how it worked out. Or if you have a question that, you know, you haven't heard me answer before, you think you've got the most unique situation ever. I'd love to take a stab at it. You can also sing the love letters to Kelly jingle, just like Shelby did for us today. Thank you so much, little five-year-old Shelby and your mom, Natalia, for sending that in. Take care of all that good business at loveletterstokelly.com. Love letters. Love letters to Kelly. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.